Welcome back to Scouring the Depths, the show where we delve deep into the dark, endless, disturbed chasm (laughs) (laughs) known as heavy music. I'm Joseph. And I'm Nathan. We're your hosts. And this month, we we do something a, a bit more on the twisted side. Oh, uh, oh, it's hard more. to do. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I mean, if the hint's not already given enough. Oh, oh. It's a, it's a, it's a metal album. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, clearly, I'm losing my, like my brain cells and shit. Remember that part at the beginning of that song? Like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Pretty sure there's a Richard Cheese version out there. Anyone seen Dawn of the Dead? Zack Snyder's is a pretty good rendition oh, of that yeah. song. That's right. Um, We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. Talking about new metal. Yeah, this month, um, it was the second month in a row, uh, Nathan's big prize that he won for winning Fest Wars earlier this summer. Oh, Nathan rules. Nathan rules. Um, yeah, and his, his scheme for August is uh, something unlike anything we've done before, which is we're talking about a, a big moment in heavy music, one that is uh, kind of reviled, but also <laughs> has kind of, I think in recent years, it's kind of come back around. It's come and, back around. And kind of reclaimed in some ways, which is interesting. Um, That's the word to use. Yeah. I mean, I think there are some bands out there that are influenced by a lot of new metal that oh, do yeah. their own thing with it and make it, like their like own. Like Code and, Orange, for instance. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that's what we're doing this month. But we're doing uh we're doing it a little different as each week we will select the albums and bands at random at the end of the episode. I have a hat. Yeah. We uh, he's got a special uh monster energy skull cap <laughs> that he, <laughs> he's got all the, the names written out on little pieces of paper. And so at the end of every episode, like we did last week, we're going to be drawing different names. Uh, I don't know what he's got in there. It's all a mystery. <laughs> it's all a mystery to me. So, yeah, it's been it's a it's a very exciting and uh, demented idea. Mm-hmm. And uh, for people who are listening, um, you know, you're going to be involved in this, too. Um and also, I want to say, you know, before we jump into this, special thank you to the people who uh, were interacting uh, mm-hmm. in the polls uh, for those albums. So pretty much what we are doing with this hat is we are choosing uh, two bands each. Uh, one of the bands where we get to choose each other's album. Like, yeah. So like, let's just say, you know, like what we just did last week. So um, I Joey picked Disturbed. Are you... You picked the disturbed well, you, album. You for got me. The, well. I picked the disturbed album for you, but yeah. you picked you picked disturbed out of the hat. Right, right, right. And okay. so, I, therefore, I picked your your album. Okay. And gotcha. then, for for me, I picked um, Rage Against the Machines, mm-hmm. and you picked the album for me, right. Evil Empire. Mm-hmm. And so, we're gonna do that for one band each, and then yep. where everyone's listening, um, the other uh, band that we choose each. Uh, mine was System of Down. I lucked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and you also got... I also lucked out with Deptones. Yeah. So we both lucked out there. Uh, and we had you guys listening right now vote in a poll which album we should listen to from those those artists. Yeah. And it was super interesting to see 
what y'all uh, had to say uh, in terms of which album you wanted us to talk about. Um, as it came down to um, a majority voted for Toxicity for System of a Down. Some of you pull in for the self-titled album, but it was kind of between those two with Toxicity uh, winning with 62%. percent hmm And then what was interesting about the Deftones album, which I was very curious to see what this would end up looking like because we all know that White Pony is kind of their biggest record, their most popular one, their most acclaimed. But Around the Fur definitely has uh, like a really big like fan cult following to it. So I was kind of interested to see if that one could pull off the upset. And I wanted to see if their first record, Adrenaline, which is kind of, you know, kind of not really talked about as much uh, if that would kind of be like a sleeper. Um, But what ended up happening was it was a three-way tie across the board. Oop. Yeah. So I just went ahead and made the executive decision and chose White Pony. I felt like it made the most sense. But um, one of our followers, actually, I'm going to pull up his name here really quick, sent us a message with a really good idea for both of these polls. Um, oh, okay. That sounds interesting. Mikhail Bracco um, at Mikhail, M-I-K-E-L-B-G-M. Um, yeah, he messaged uh, the uh, the show's account and said, like, why not do discography miniseries on both of these bands at some point? And I was like, that's a good idea that we will definitely keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. I mean... The cool thing about this pod is, I mean, I feel like we have unlimited amount of things to talk about. Right. And we, you know, each month we're going to be, you know, tackling different things. And mm-hmm. like, I, I'm definitely down for that later on. Yeah. You know, down the for line. sure. Deftones has already been one that I've kind of had rolling around in my head as one that we could potentially do as part of the, uh, the deep dives miniseries. Yeah. And I was going to say system of down we've, uh, pretty easy for like a, a month because there's only like what five albums yeah five or six <laughs> yeah so yeah. yeah very good uh good ideas so thank you sir yeah so we uh so like as we were saying we we put ourselves through luckily we lucked out i i want to preface this whole thing is this we lucked out um with these bands because i feel like we hit like the top echelon of new metal, like actually yeah. like bands that we actually like. Right. <laughs> um, save, this one episode? For, save one for me, but right. yeah, we'll get into that. Sure. <clears throat> but we lucked out here and uh, be sure everyone to stay tuned for kind of the tail end of the episode after we cover our albums and we're going to be picking the next batch. Yes. Um, which will be very exciting because again, I don't know what else is going to be in there. <laughs> it's a mystery. Yeah. Even to me, even though I wrote them. So it's pretty terrifying. I know. Um, and then also I, I wanted to kind of say up front, um, I'm actually going on vacation mm-hmm. next week. So, um, you know, this episode is going to be dropping, uh, you know, on the Friday that it does. Um, but, you know, you know, next week we're not going to have an episode. The um, 11th. Yeah, the 11th. So. Uh, I'm sure Joseph will be, you know, doing something with the account just in terms of like putting out something, you know, for you guys. Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I might do like some kind of bonus episode or something on my own, but we'll see. Sure. 
but our whole idea was, you know, there's there's you know technically two more weeks after that, but yeah, the the like the thirty first is on a Thursday, and so we just thought, you know what, let's just do the first on as a like the fourth new metal day. Yeah, so pretty much covering all of August and then just just a tad bit of the first. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're kicking off this series today, and then we'll be picking back up with it on the eighteenth, and then. Twenty uh, fifth. We'll conclude yeah, the twenty fifth and then we'll conclude on September first. Yeah. So hopefully it gives you ample amount of time to listen to some new metal. Yeah. Get you back into that headspace. Put that you know, put that jet fuel in your system <clears throat> and uh you know, snuff some glue or something. I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. It's what new metal head do I mean, you know, that's what they do. Snoring so. Snorting pixie sticks, I think that was a thing, maybe. It was. Orange one was the worst. <laughs> this man can, has experience. Can, can, I, can, I can say this. I, 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 did, I did the four pixie sticks in, like, third grade, and that was not a good idea. Uh, <clears throat> Orange yeah. being the worst, even though it was one of the best tasting. True. Not for your nose, though. No. <laughs> I mean, I think there's a reason why we associate new metal with, like, our time, like, in grade school. Oh yeah, because that was around the time that you know it was really happening. Was when we were young, and uh, yeah, it's interesting time to kind of be growing up. And like that was like the the heavy music that was a big deal at the time. Yeah, I mean, before we jump into the, a lot of this, I think it's interesting to kind of cover that time period a little bit because you know, kind of in the mid. 2000, like mid 90s, sorry, mid 90s um, to kind of the late 90s is when things kind of started really popping off in terms of music and kind of, kind of switched, I feel like, from grunge, like in, in terms of the mainstream music, right? Yeah. yeah. So, we, of course, we've talked about Swedish death metal. We talked about, um, you know, black metal as a whole and you know, all these other subgenres that were kind of a little bit more underground. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to like the, the hard, like the, you know, the hard rock and, um, metal scene it was weirdly getting bigger like like yeah. i feel like heavy like downtuned guitars were transforming from that grunge period to yeah it's to like this. yeah i feel like there's just like this weird amalgamation of like groove metal being a thing in the 90s uh with bands like you know pantera and whatnot and then like some like of the industrial stuff like fear factory was coming up around the same time ministry yeah, so I think all of that just kind of coalesced into the more kind of manufactured, more mainstream kind of new metal sound that really broke out and became a huge deal. Yeah, and then the other the other side of that, the other, I guess, quarter is like hip-hop and rap right. was really big, especially in the early 90s. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, even things like Anthrax and Public Enemy. Mm-hmm. Doing Bring the Noise, which, to be honest, that might be my favorite rap rock song of all time. Um, anywho, uh, so there was like there was some of that, you know, early on with like Run DMC, especially. Uh-huh. And I feel like that kind of started some of that. And Beastie yeah. Boys, who For sure. all already had a lot of that stuff, and then it eventually would transform. You know that 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 kind of hip hop influence would yeah. come into you know the bands that we'll be talking about now. Right. <clears throat> so. Yeah, it's an interesting time. Uh, fashion was weird. Hot Topic was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we had be- like bedazzled jeans. Um, Ooh, yeah. yeah, we had uh, super baggy <clears throat> jeans as well. Mm-hmm. 
like just loose fitting clothing. A lot of spikes, a lot of like weird leather. Yeah. Um, also dyed hair. Mm. I had dyed my my bangs like across the tips. Yeah. Just like Guy Fieri and everybody else at that time. <laughs> it's it's a thing. It look at I mean, I'm it sure is. people can find it somehow. But you know, I I don't dare you to look into it, but I mean, as long, as long as you had on like a like a button-up shirt with flames on it as, as well. Then. You know, that picture does exist. <laughs> I'm going to share it with you. That way we can share it with the page. Okay. <laughs> that way <clears throat> they get a little sense of new metal. New metal, new metal Nate. Oh, yeah. I think, I think that'll do the trick. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully that'll win some people over, and hopefully all you listeners will uh, enjoy. They'll show you got some cred. Yeah, I got skin some skin in the game. Mm-hmm. You even got that uh, that choker necklace that everyone wore with the with your name on it and such. Hell yeah. Anywho, so that was a, that was a time in my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, today we're we're covering uh, you know four bands, four albums. Um, I'm pretty excited about this. Yeah, me too. But first, we're gonna talk about some other stuff coming out this month. Yeah. That'll that'll set you up. It'll kind of get you, uh, you know, in the mood for what we'll be talking about a little later. But first, we gotta take care of some business up up front here. Um, every month, at the very beginning of the month, we always like to run through all of the month's new releases that are going to be dropping soon that we are most excited for. Um, and uh, yeah. I'd say August is again pretty stacked. There's a couple in here that I will mention that I've been looking forward to for a long, long time. And uh yeah, I think some of these like alone make it like a really big month. Yeah, I'm excited too. There's a couple that um I've been eyeing on and a lot of new discoveries probably come my way as well. Mm-hmm. So Well, I know the first day is August fourth. Right. Really, which is a, it seems like a pretty stacked day. Yeah. Um, I was going to say one album that I'm really looking forward to that you might cover, but uh, is an Autumn for Crippled Children. Oh, yeah. Uh, with Closure. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a black metal band that I, I quite enjoy, and mm-hmm. um, I'm looking forward to this. I haven't heard them in a, some time now, actually. So yeah, kind of curious to see kind of what, they, what they're what they going to do. Yeah, it's good. uh black gaze um <laughs> yeah good for the the frigid months mm-hmm. which uh i don't know it's probably getting old that i keep talking about <laughs> that but He's, he wants the cold and so do i so i get it yeah um well yeah, my f- things for the fourth my first one for the fourth is uh not really a metal band at all but nevertheless still wanted to mention it because i've like, you know, I've talked about similar stuff and it like kind of falls into the grunge sort of thing. So it kind of plays into what we're going into this month a little bit. But it's a band called Teenage Wrist. Their new album, Still Love, is dropping on the fourth. Uh, just really solid, like kind of throwbacky, like 90s, grungy, uh, alt rock. Uh, Perfect for this month. Right. Yeah. At a epitaph too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, last one, their last, I think they've 
released a few records on Epitaph, but their their last one that they dropped in twenty one was was very good. Um, but also on that day, we have a new record from Crypta. They're a sort of black and or yeah, I guess black and thrash. I don't know, like death thrash. It's like thrashy, but more extreme, I guess. Um, they have a new record dropping called Shades of Sorrow. And then last one I've got for the fourth is a sort of death quarry type band. But I have I remember their previous record got a lot of acclaim. And uh, I have yet to listen to them, so I'll definitely be changing that. But uh, Humanity's Last Breath. Oh, yeah, yeah. I the know album that. Ashen <clears throat> drops on the fourth. Yeah. I've I've known about them <clears throat> for a bit. Um, yeah, I used to dig that stuff quite a bit. So it's more on the like technical progressive death metal. Yeah, so, yeah, deathcore kind of stuff. Right. So, well, cool. Well, I guess we're moving on to the eleventh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was gonna say for the eleventh, there is um, a few things that I'm looking into uh, that I'm kind of a little bit excited about that. Um, you know, I feel like I feel like there's just a lot of discoveries in here when I'm when I'm looking into a lot of this stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you know, some bands that kind of you know stuck out to me that I'm I'm, I'm definitely curious about. Yeah. Um, Cystic with Palace of K- uh, Shadows looks like a pretty interesting band, um, and uh, definitely curious to um, kind of jump into that. And then I was gonna say. Um, I'm definitely kind of a little bit curious of kind of, you know, what you might bring up to this one. Yeah. Um, first one I got here is from a hardcore band. I believe this is their debut full length, uh, their band called move. Their album is called black radical love. Um, and that one is definitely a, a highly anticipated debut full length for sure. Um, then we got some post hardcore uh, some kind of progressive post-hardcore in the vein of like, you know, Circus Survive type stuff. If anyone out there might be into that. Um, Hail the Sun with a Divine Intertention. And then we got some uh, some Mellow Death, a band that uh, if we ever go back down the, uh, the Mellow Death uh, rabbit hole again, uh, we maybe could talk about uh, Cataclysm with their new album Goliath is coming out. Yeah. Cataclysm is great band. And then, uh, we got some fucking, some crazy, uh, kind of cosmic death metal coming out from a band called dead and dripping. Uh, the records titled blackened cerebral rifts, rifts, not riffs, but rifts with a T. Rifts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Black and Cerebral Riffs would be an interesting title, though. <laughs> um, and then finally on that day, we got some uh, some sludge from a band called Urn, with a R-U-N-E is uh, how you spell it. But uh, it's their second record, and it's called A Feast on Sorrow. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say that all sounds really kind of right up my alley for most of those. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the um, the eleventh for everyone. Mm-hmm. And then next we are moving to the eighteenth. Right. Yeah. What do you got? The one for those days. 
All right. So the biggest one for me, for sure, is uh, it's one I've been looking forward to for a while now. Um, and I feel like my anticipation for it has been just like really just ramping up even more um, after I've heard some some uh, some singles from it. But it's the new record from Horrendous, mm. Ontological Mysterium. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a they're a favorite death metal band of mine right now, and uh, yeah, I'm. I, I think I had heard earlier on that they were kind of going uh, on their last record. They kind of went more on a progressive kind of sound, which I still really enjoyed on their last album, Idol. But uh, it sounds like they're going in a heavier, darker direction on this record, which has me really excited. And um, the singles that have come out for it have been amazing. Um, a couple members or I think three of the members of this band actually uh, a couple of years ago did uh, the silver. Oh, which, uh, I really love that. Yeah. That album. Yeah. And it sounds like some of that is even creeped into, to their sound as well. So, yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling it's going to be like one of the, the major releases of the year. I, yeah. I was going to say, I really liked Isis mm-hmm. um, from, you know, I guess almost a decade ago. Yeah. They've been around for a while. So, um, yeah. And then, also, that day is another really big one for me. Uh, a band that I've been a fan of for a while, Spirit Adrift. Mm-hmm. This is one I was eyeing too. Yeah, their new record, Ghost at the Gallows, is coming out, and I believe it's their first full length on Century Media, which mm-hmm. is really cool uh, and exciting for them. Yeah, yeah, that's the one I was eyeing the most on on that. Um, you know, from that and. Actually, had I did not know knew horrendous was coming out, so I'm I'm very very excited about that. Oh yeah, because that's right up my alley. Anything else on the 18th for you? Yeah, we got some Gothic Doom from the band Godthrim, Godthrime. Um, their new album's called Distortions, coming out on Profound Lore. Um, very much if you are into bands like Paradise Lost or My Dying Bride stuff like that, definitely check them out because they do that sound extremely well and then we move in a completely different direction to some uh post-hardcore slash emo with fiddlehead with uh their third record death is nothing to us really love that band uh their last one was like one of my favorites of the year that it came out um also sticking in that sort of emo post-hardcore realm we have new one from movements called ruckus and then we are going right over to some metalcore legends with ringworm mm-hmm. and their new record seeing through fire that's the other one i was eyeing yeah yeah and then last but not least uh august you know it makes sense that it is the month of the drip because there's two death metal bands that have drip in their name <laughs> and it's also the sweatiest month of the year. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you couldn't have planned it better than that. Um, the second one, of course, is from a band called Dripping Decay. Uh, it's their debut record called Festering Grotesqueries, coming out on Satanic Royalty. Nice. Yeah. Love that, love that title. Yes, sir. Yeah. And then, finally, at the end of the month. The 25th. Uh, yep. What a month! What a tail end! Yeah, it's a big. It's a. It's another really big day. Um, 
of course, we have the legendary death metal Titans incantation. Mm-hmm. They got their new record <clears throat> dropping Unholy Deification, which I definitely read the first time as defecation. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I just kind of accepted <laughs> it. I was like, oh, wow. All right. Okay. Yeah. But then I looked at it again. And I was like, oh, okay. oh. that makes more sense. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm excited for a, a one that I didn't expect. Oh, really? I'm assuming you know what this is. But do tell. It's the fourth album from Death Clock. Oh. Death wow. Album 4, which is a weird Interesting. thing. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just to see Brandon again doing something, that's weird. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't know that was a thing. I had seen them mm-hmm. um, some years ago, and that was okay. really cool. So, definitely just curious about. It. I know it's more on the, the kind of the mainstream death metal side of things, but sure, it's just it's tongue in cheek. It's fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I honestly, I, I think I think I had seen that they were doing like tours again, but mm-hmm. I didn't even know that they had actual music coming out. So that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, wild. Yeah. Um, also on the 25th, we got some UK death metal celestial sanctuary with their second album, insatiable thirst for torment, which is a good title. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed their first one is kind of a breakout record for them when that came out in 2021. So yeah, I'm looking forward to this follow-up and speaking of follow-ups, we also have a second album from a really sick thrash band called grave ripper called seasons dreaming death that should be a lot of fun um i've got a few more but did you have any more you wanted to throw yeah out i was here? gonna say i know that blute uh nord yeah. has their album this harmonium coming out that i'm yeah. excited about is and that one of them you're gonna mention yeah <clears throat> and it's uh, <laughs> it's also um their second disharmonium album. So I guess it's like kind of a direct continuation of that. Yeah. Uh, disharmonium uh, Nahab yeah. is like kind of the, the sub, I guess the subtitle there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What's the last, the last couple last few I got here. We got some speed metal from a band that's literally called knife. The album's called heaven into dust. Uh, I checked out their first self-titled album from a couple years ago thought it was really sick so i'm looking forward to that one and then we got some kind of atmospheric sort of uh i don't know words kind of losing me but from uh you talking last week about uh ruim or ruim yeah um it sounds like it's kind of similar to that vein of a band called nixil N-I-X-I-L um, coming out on prosthetic records from the wound spilled forth fire. And then last but not least, we've got some more, some, some punk rock slash emo from a band I like called Spanish love songs. Uh, No joy is the name of the record. And then finally my last one, it's a new EP from one of my favorite bands, Drab Majesty. Ooh, if nice. you like new wave, if you like goth synth type stuff, definitely check them out. Uh, got a new EP called An Object in Motion. Yeah, great band. I definitely recommend them too. So. Yeah. Great hairstyles too. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Always. So, yeah, looks like August is another stacked month. Sure is. I'm out of breath over here. Mm-hmm. It's also hot. 
That's true. So, <laughs> and also we're about to get into some some crazy new metal. I know. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I know. Yeah, we're gonna get there. Yeah. And well, we're just we're right now we're on the roller coaster as it's slowly kind of clinking up the hill. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And then With all those releases talk release talk and then we're like all right it's time to go through the coaster uh, yeah. go upside down and then the <clears throat> i just have a feeling when we start drawing next uh, these next few weeks it's it's just gonna be it's gonna keep it's gonna it's gonna have some um some twisted shit yeah let's just say that i don't know by the end of the month i wouldn't be surprised if i had frosted tips i hope so and if that's the case, we're gonna we're gonna put that on Instagram. Yeah, for the world to see. Mm-hmm. Well, did you want to start, or did you want me to start on on this? And I, I feel like we could go with the ones that we chose for for each other. Okay, that works. So you can you can start it off. Okay, so <clears throat> the band that uh, that I drew that Joey picked an album for was Rage Against the Machine. Mm-hmm. With their album Evil Empire, yeah. which is a fantastic record. Yeah. And I was very pleased to have drawn it because, uh, you know, this is one that I luckily uh, know pretty well. Um, but this came out in 1996. Um, it's got that iconic cover of the kid with a superhero cape. Yeah. On the it. golden boy. The golden boy with uh, definitely got some kind of evil smirk on his face. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a. It's a very, it's a pretty. I'd say it's a, it's one of those like cover images that instantly just becomes like iconic, memorable. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, as probably many of you know who are listening to this, Rage Against the Machines is a very politically driven um, band. Zach yeah. De La Rocha uh, and company, mm-hmm. uh, Tom, you know Tom Morello and and whatnot. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I think it's super interesting that out of all the bands you had in your little hat over there, I got the political you got ones. the two politically minded ones, which is kind of cool how that worked out. Yeah, so there's definitely that weird connection. Yeah, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but <clears throat> Rage Against the Machines, almost it's weird, weird because like they almost predate new metal just slightly. Yeah, um, they definitely kind of put the you know the like the rap metal on like you know, full force. Right. And they did that really well too, because mm-hmm. like I said, Zach De La Rocha, like he's very, if you listen, like you, you hear his voice, you're like, okay, I know who that is. Yeah. Like almost instantaneously. Right. So, <clears throat> but having listened to this, you know, like I said, quite a few times, um, it was, you know, it was nice to kind of go through this again. Cause it's, it's really have, it really has been like a decade since I've really like listened to this stuff. I mean, I've heard bulls on parade, probably yeah. you know 100 times it's probably like the biggest song from this record mm-hmm. vietnam is also a, re- a song that i know really really well mm-hmm. that i listened to a lot when i was a kid yeah down rodeo mm-hmm. um but yeah i was gonna say those those two in particular um really kind of threw me into that but it was really interesting kind of jumping back into this because like you know like obviously you know going into like people of the sun like the first first song was interesting because like that's another one that I had heard a lot of, but I kind of forgot about some of these songs weirdly enough, and yeah. just, um, I really liked like the journey on on that because it was kind of surprising because I mean things like 
Snake Charmer or like Roll Right mm-hmm. or I mean, even Without a Face. Like these are songs that I hadn't remembered really uh, much. And honestly, the back half of this album in particular was the one that I'm just like, I don't really remember as much. Yeah, I think it's because at that time period, I was really just like repeating a lot of the singles that I had heard. Sure. Um, so I wasn't really listening to them as like a collective as much in terms of the whole album. Mm-hmm. So I always thought it was interesting uh, going into it that way. But like I said, you know, there are some some moments in here that I'm like, you know, thinking about Rage Against the Machines. Like this isn't a band that I put on very often at all. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I respect them and I like them. Mm-hmm. But the fan base is kind of awful. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and the people that like it are not the right people to like it. Yeah. That's, weirdly enough. That's been a, kind of a major like conversation point lately and just like you know the like social divisions that we've seen and like people i got like a lot of like right-wing people like calling the band out for being woke when it's like the whole time that was their message at the beginning that they just misread so they're just kind of making themselves look stupid in the whole process (laughs) yeah it's it's weird to me like the the you know, the, I guess the cognitive dissonance that they're going through that they just can't recognize that clearly this is talking about that. Yeah. It's amazing. I mean, I know this song isn't on uh, this record, but killing in the name of like people hear that song and think that it like, it's like, (laughs) it's like just a badass song. Yeah. Like it's like an anthem or something. Yeah. Like they probably play that at looking blue lives matter rallies and shit. And it's like, man, that's like the opposite <laughs> yeah. meaning. So it's it's interesting to kind of see that and also just hear like the lyrics and kind of follow along with it now. Like, I mean, seeing it in context, of, especially from the 90s. Um, obviously, there was a lot of things going on in that time period. Um, a, a big, I would say a big catalyst, I feel like, for a lot of this um, was obviously coming from the Reagan era. Um, also at the same time, you know, had the Rodney King riots at the beginning of the nineties. Um, and then also we're just like, you know, the Persian Gulf war, like mm-hmm. in, there was, there's, there's a lot of global things kind of really starting at that time. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, like there's, there's race relations that I talked about. So, mm-hmm. um, and this is a band too, that, you know, Zach De La Rocha, um, you know, is, is not like, is not white. <laughs> right. Um, so like, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's really fascinating kind of seeing, like you were saying, kind of it being almost taken over by the opposite group. Yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. It is really strange. Cause I mean, you know, they probably get played on a lot of like rock stations where they don't fit in at all. And so they kind of get lumped in with all these other bands that don't have the same message as they do, which is really weird. Um. Yeah, and the 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 unfortunate thing too is like you know like luckily we, you know this 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 band in particular they only really have a few albums yeah to to their name um you know we to be honest I feel like it's really only three yeah I mean one of them is kind of a cover album mm-hmm. uh, Renegades which is a lot of fun by the way um probably the most the most fun album of theirs but. You know, I'm smack dab in the middle with Evil Empire. Right. Yeah, I kind of, that's kind of why I picked it 
is because, you know, it's kind of like I thought about doing the self-titled one just because it's the first one. It kind of like jump-started them. But I kind of like that, you know, I think Battle of Los Angeles, it was already when they had become big. So I kind of like the idea of like, let's uh, let's go and talk about like that middle chapter in their career. Yeah. And the evolving times that like, you know, eventually would lead to the bands that we're going to be talking about further yeah. into, into this whole thing. Um, and kind of the influences that would, it would give like the kind of like, I literally just to quote like, fuck you don't do what you tell me kind mm-hmm. of mentality. Right. That would come up yeah. very much into the, like almost the, the whole spirit of new metal. Yeah. Like that, which is crazy Not- to me. Some of it with not as much intelligence, unfortunately. And that's the uh, and that's the thing is it 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 kind of gets to that low common denominator person. Yeah. And like it's like oh angry music I like. Yeah. Equals me do riot stuff or something. Cave <laughs> <laughs> okay, insert caveman SpongeBob. <laughs> right. So, um. Yeah, but like obviously people who like this music, there's not everybody you know is in that category or camp. Yeah. It's just it's it's low hanging fruit. Yeah, and we're also not doing this mini series to like be like but, haters or yeah. anything. Um, we're just you know we're the uh, the subtitle that I gave it on the the graphic I made for it was uh, it's an evaluation. It's a uh, you know us kind of returning back to some of this stuff that we hadn't heard in many years, and also giving it like a fair shot if we had been avoiding it. So yeah, yeah, I think that's sort of the general conceit and uh yeah i actually went ahead and spun the two records that you selected as well just uh, i should do that myself just just out of curiosity because i hadn't heard both i hadn't heard either album in full before i'd obviously heard songs but right yeah um yeah i i thought this album was like really really good and even like the songs that i had not recognized they were just like you know it's just bangers from top to bottom like yeah snake charmer you mentioned like that one really stood out to me yeah me too um and like the lyrics and everything are just like so well written um and yeah it just like you hear the anger and like the the viciousness and like the vitriol in the music and it's yeah it's really awesome palpable yeah it's unfortunate what would kind of happen with like part of the people that like grew to love this band for the wrong reasons. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it is kind of cool that a band like them were able to be such a, a big popular iconic band. Yeah. So yeah, that's evil empire for me. So um, I guess, do you want to jump into um, the the album that I chose for you? Yeah. Um, Oh, Oh, wow. But not that album. I can't everybody. do that. Yeah, you <laughs> you threw a real curveball. I was like, oh, he's. I'm definitely gonna be listening to the sickness, but nope, nope. <laughs> you gonna listen to that other album that came out right after it called Believe. Believe. That's right. Uh, 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's their second album after you know. The Sickness was their big breakout. It had, of course, Down with the Sickness on it. Which, uh, when was the last time you've heard that song in full, by the way? Um, 
Well, I know I had mentioned Richard Cheese earlier with Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> okay. So technically, if that doesn't, if that counts, then you know, mm. it, it kind of does because the same lyrics, just different delivery. Yeah. There's but a. I, I know. I remember the break. Is that what you were going about to say? Yeah. There's like a little uh, <clears throat> skit in the middle of it. You could, I guess, you could call it that. The the no mommy part. <laughs> Oh God! This is the uh, this is where like yeah this is like the the low hanging like this is the worst it's part the, of the whole thing yeah and I mean you know that was two thousand so we're fast forwarding a bit from like to Rage Against the Machine and like right the mid nineties kind of uh, proto new metal stuff new metal was in full swing at this point right yeah and you know. I would say down with the sickness and let the bodies hit the floor by drowning pool or like the big, like the super aggro, like fucking <laughs> the like songs that I feel like encapsulated the attitude mm-hmm. <laughs> of just like, oh, fucking don't uh, listen to me, mom. I can do whatever I want. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. That sort of thing. But um so I was kind of surprised to hear this album and that it was very, it felt very like sanitized and polished and yeah, I don't know. Um, so I don't, some of the songs I definitely recognized on here, mm-hmm. um, like, a, you know, Liberate, liberate. Yeah. yeah. Liberate your mind, you motherfucker. Liberate your mind. <laughs> you motherfucker. I liberated my mind, that's for sure. <laughs> Soon as after I listened to that. <laughs> yeah. He called me a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was serious. Um <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Um I don't know. Like I was kind of expecting to get more entertainment value out of this album because of, you know, uh, down with the sickness is just like such a ridiculous over the top song, <laughs> but this album, it definitely felt like they really pivoted more towards like mainstream, more like radio ready type stuff. And I, I don't know. I thought it was listenable. I thought it was fine. It, but it also it didn't really just do anything for me really. I just kind of, yeah, I I uh, had in mind uh, to to like circle some songs that like really stood out to me as I was listening to this, and I did not circle a single one. Um, <laughs> so liberate is a song we know. Liberate your mind, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. So Joey didn't believe. I did not believe I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, if you look at the cover, yeah. it's literally every symbol you have for all the faiths. Yeah. So I feel like there was a sub-theme here with a lot of their anti-faith yeah. mentality. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Which, so, I mean, yeah. well, I'm, that's cool with me. Yeah. I know we noticed, too, before we jumped into this, that like each song had like a one, like it's one word. Right, yeah. We, I was wondering if we could decipher what it means. Oh, okay. So, for the listeners at home, you can follow along if you open up your music listening app. Or Yeah. But there's a couple tracks here. I think there's 12, maybe. Yeah, uh-huh. 12. Yeah. So, we got Prayer. Prayer. Starts with the P. Mm-hmm. 
Then we have liberate starts with a L. Uh-huh. Awaken that's a that's an A. Believe is a B. So plab so plab. far. Okay. Remember, plabber. Mm. Plabber. And then intoxication, plabbery. And then there's rise, plabberier. <laughs> and there's an M. There's a mistress, mistress, plabberium. Plabberium. And then there's two B's in a row. There's breathe and bound. So plabberium. <laughs> and then there's two D's at the end. Devour and darkness. So if you put that together, you have clear. Pla, sorry, plabberium. Yeah. So what does it mean? Oh, damn. That's brilliant. I know. <laughs> So that's the most entertaining thing about this record. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, yeah. And like, again, I'm not trying to be a hater at all. Like I went into this with an open mind for sure. But, you know, it's just, uh, I think it's perfectly listenable. It's something you can just throw on and not really f- like be like absolutely repulsed by immediately. But it also doesn't have anything that really like stands out to me. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I think there's other better disturbed albums. I think one of the reasons I thought about you listening to this was mainly because I don't think you hadn't heard it. No. So um, that's yeah. pretty much what I was thinking. I think the one CD I owned by this band <clears throat> was. Uh, 10,000 Fists. I think it was the, the one after. Uh, indestructible yeah yeah i also had that cd and the reason i popped those off so quick is because i actually liked those albums quite a bit yeah growing up so i didn't pick i didn't pick the ones that i i enjoyed so you you did me dirty on purpose how about that i sure did indestructible the motherfucker (laughs) (laughs) you motherfucker oh god um all right you want to move on from this there's one there's one more thing I gotta say about okay. this band is that they have a mascot called the guy. I love the guy. <laughs> yeah, so he's just he's just called the guy. Uh was an original it was originally just a drawing of a face with a large grin. Um and then Yeah, yeah they, the rest fists. the rest is history. Yeah. Thank you. I think there's a lot of new metal people on the outside of our yeah. little spot here. Of course. Yeah. They're, they knew we're just talking about Disturbed here. So They knew and you. Mm-hmm. And you. Good God. <laughs> um, so are we ready to talk about good bands again? Or good albums, I suppose. Not, yeah. Not believe. For now. For now. <laughs> <laughs> For now. All right. Savor um, it while you can. So we're transitioning now to System of a Down, mm-hmm. which I might argue the next two albums, the next two bands we're talking about might be my favorite two new metal bands. Yeah. In this camp. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was going to say thank you all for, for picking um, Toxicity for me because this is an album I know really well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a lot of tracks, but, but like they're all very short. <laughs> Right. Um, which is just, but it's like, it's super fun to listen to the whole thing. There's 15 songs on it. There's, it's 44 minutes long. Um, it opens up with prison song, which is just a ton of fun. Yeah. Um, 
and then it gets into you know i we i know we had mentioned it before but um it really gets into kind of like that same kind of elements that uh rage against the machine has in terms of political anger and a lot of like like what the fuck are we doing yeah type things so i mean like you know deer dance is a good example of something where it's like giving kids machine guns Mm -hmm. the entire time and it just immediately jumps into jet pilot which you know furthers that cements that kind of thing going on there um x actually might be the track that reminded me of new metal the most okay especially the like is because of the riff riffage and like it's it's almost like if you listen to it, it's like it almost has like a hip-hop beat like mm-hmm. a, but a crunch to it that it would be very putting that forth as a as that type of sound um i don't think we had mentioned this but like new metal is kind of amalgus like it's right a lot of these bands don't really sound very similar to each other that's true um so there is like a very umbrella term about it all yeah but at the same time um there are some distinguishable things about it um and i think like you know that's that was one of the parts that reminded me it's like oh yeah this is like new metal yeah so it's like especially how surge sings right like, he sings in a very rapid way mm-hmm. um which can almost almost mimic kind of like spoken word or almost like you know rap in in a way but it's not that at all really but yeah. it's close enough it's yeah can. just a just a totally like singular voice that's also just like really powerful and like makes you just like oh wow yeah when you whenever you hear him like yeah like when i heard him sing for the first time like when i was a kid it was like what is this yeah i mean very distinct i mean just like zach de la rocha i mean like he's got such a distinguishable voice like there's nobody else who sounds like him yeah um and not to discredit darren too who is the backup singer who's also wonderful in this Mm -hmm. um and when i say backup singer i mean he's pretty much neck and neck with him for the most part like surge takes maybe the front a little bit yeah but darren sings incredibly well too yeah i i really really appreciate how much like how much energy this band sounds like they have oh absolutely like they just sound like so just fucking like off the the wall song i have highlighted yeah the one i was listening to on the way in (laughs) was bounce which is exactly what you're always talking about exactly (laughs) this band has so much energy very caffeinated yeah um which it reminds you of uh, the album, you know, the, the self-title that has the, the very popular song Sugar in it. Sugar. Uh, sugar. But, I mean, obviously, you know, if you're going to talk about this album, you know, I, I, before I jump into the big hits, um, I do want to, like, point out a couple other songs that I really enjoy. I freaking love Science. Like, it's one of my favorite songs. In fact, weirdly enough, a band that I don't listen really to anymore, but uh, a metal it's like slash deathcore band that I listened to, Born of Osiris. Oh yeah, did a really cool science cover that I enjoyed. Um, nice, but obviously it's not the same. And yeah, not, not as good. Um, but I also really love you know uh, songs like uh, Forest and even Shimmy um, to you know talk about a few things that aren't talked about as much. But the big three songs on this this record are really big for them. Like, they are. These yeah. are like some of like their biggest titles. Yeah. Um, Chop Suey being the first one. We Starting go. off. What's the gets about the devil? We wanted to. Yeah, I was gonna say that's it's a super memeable song, <laughs> mm-hmm. but it's it's so good though. Yeah, it's like 
it's one of those songs that like, like I might not have even heard in like 10 years, but I could still remember every part of the chorus. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like I could just like, I could just, you know, it's on, I can sing the chorus. Like I just heard it yesterday, but it's been like 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's but... just, yeah. It just, it, it just like is such a good hook. It like really stays with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely one that like, you know, it reminds me of like anime music videos I used to listen to and watch <laughs> and yeah. would put this type of music to it. In fact, we're not going to, this is not the last time I'm going to bring up AMVs because I mean, if we're going to pick out some of these bands in this hat. I'm sure that's going to come up again. For sure. Um, obviously, the self title track is huge on mm-hmm. this as well. Another one that's like, it's almost one of the ones that slows down a lot. Yeah. But like it's, but it's super memorable. Mm-hmm. And, has a lot of punch to it yeah um and then maybe my favorite track on this entire record um one that i listened to over and over again i think it's because of the tone of the song like mm-hmm. i just really liked the um the instrumentation that, like that that came with it but i'm talking about aerials yeah that's my favorite too yeah it's just it's it also one another one that's like is very almost like you know the like the the emotions kind of down yeah um and somber and eventually, like, you know, has some really uplifting parts in it. But at the same time, it's like very, very damning song, because like we had mentioned with a lot of this stuff, there's a lot of there's a lot of social criticism going on. Yeah. Criticism. Condemning the culture. Yeah. And at this at this time in particular, it's I mean, this was this was weirdly timed because this was this came out September 4th. 2001 wow yeah that's crazy um and if you know what would happen shortly after that um Ooh. you would know that this album it, it's weird how that came out during that time yeah um and obviously this would be played more and more as that happened and mm-hmm. which is keep you know like i guess becoming more and more of a reality yeah um so but regardless of all of that heaviness uh, in terms of like real life application for what this album kind of showcases, it's still a very fun album. It is, and they have like what Joey was saying. It's got they got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this band. Um, they they were short lived. They don't they're not around really anymore. Um, and the albums they put out were were great. They and were and definitely had like it's weird because like this is one of those bands that like comedy served them really well yeah they balanced it in such a great way yeah it's like so ridiculous it like feels very like tongue-in-cheek um and yeah it's like you know everything about this band's memorable it's like you know the word that i keep saying about them um but yeah listening to this album in full really for pretty much the first time uh it was definitely a treat because you know i remembered a lot of these songs from my my younger days and uh yeah just hearing them all in like the full context of the album was like really really cool and i enjoyed it a lot yeah i'm glad that you were able to listen to it too um yeah it's a fun one so definitely if you've not heard it like what are you doing so what are you doing what are you doing wake up all right well that brings us to the album that you guys chose for me well i mean kind of kind of with it being a three-way tie which is awesome and i think 
kind of further goes to show that we definitely need to do a, a deep dives deftones miniseries at some point. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, I have decided of course to talk about white pony a little bit. Um, like I had mentioned earlier, definitely their most acclaimed, their really huge like smash record, the one that really put them like on the map and the mainstream, I guess, um, with Around the Fur kind of being like sort of like their underground breakout, I would guess, I would, I would say. But yeah, this album, like going back and listening to it again um now like it's so apparent how influential (laughs) this band or this record especially i mean the whole band of course but this album uh is to a lot of current bands right now uh that i really like a lot um yeah it's it's just one of those just like major major albums for like a whole generation i would say yeah i was gonna say i mean this like i mean echoing what you said i mean i mean i think this was one of maybe the first new metal bands that i like fell in love with yeah like in terms of like and and continued that way like like it never like went away really yeah so um yeah i'm curious to hear kind of how your journey was with this yeah i mean I had mentioned before that I was, you know, I, when it comes to Deftones, the stuff that I like really, really loved first was the, uh, kind of the later stuff like, uh, Diamond Eyes specifically. Um, but then of course I went back and, uh, listened to this one and, um, yeah, it's definitely, you know, it's a younger, scrappier, more angsty version of the band than sort of the, the, the later version that I had become more acquainted with. Um, but I feel like that definitely has its charm and it definitely has its, um, you know, its place in their lineage, if that makes sense. Um, you know, the first song on the album is about going back to school. I mean, <laughs> I felt that. Hell yeah. Man. Especially in 2000. Oof. <laughs> Yikes! I was a, uh, I was a little kid back then. <laughs> I was widow. <laughs> I was a, I was a little kid. <laughs> uh, so this, this definitely was not on my weight off. Yeah. Until a little bit later, <laughs> I won't do that anymore. <laughs> uh, special occasions. Yes. Only. But yeah, special. I was gonna say back to school. Um, mini maggot. Right. Yeah, I like the cell. I like the little extra little parenthesis there. Yeah, because uh, you know the closer, um, Pink Maggot would kind of be like a reprise of that song, which I mean, for some reason it wasn't on the original. Uh, the back to school version wasn't on the original track list. It was on like the uh, the reissue, which is really weird. But um, yeah, I prefer the version that has it first. I think that just like really completes the thing really it's a good opener it is yeah um but yeah i mean you can't deny that some of the best deftone songs are on this record like digital bath is Mm -hmm. amazing that's one of my favorites um knife party 
Just choosing all my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, of course, you have Change in the House of Flies. They're probably their biggest song. It's like a really, it's a really good, like, kind of angsty sort of ballad. Really dark. Really sexual. Sexual, <laughs> kind of depressing. Uh, that's sort of the whole vibe of this album, really. Um, it's very much, like, about that sensuality, that sort of debauchery, that kind of like bad behavior, bad habits, um, all of that kind of, you know, to varying degrees, it can be very relatable to someone kind of remembering their youth or someone that is still going through all of that stuff. So I, it makes a lot of sense why this band and why this album like really connected with so many people. Um, but yeah, uh, top to bottom, there's just, so many like awesome songs on here like they really really nailed like the slower kind of mid-tempo like stuff and then they also still have like really really heavy shit still like elite uh is a really good one i like how you know you kind of come off of digital bath and then go like right into that one is really sick um but yeah it's it's a great record um it's a classic for a reason, and I am I would be very excited to to talk about it even further at some point. Yeah, and me too. I was going to say I really, really love that idea of going into that discography because that would be absolutely fun time. Yeah, it's on the list. Maybe it's one of those things that Joey would be like, "Hey, my turn. Let me choose this." Mm-hmm. Hey, but I would be happy with it too. I wouldn't be mad. Your time's up. Time's up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> um, I was, I was going to say, you know, um, I know it's, you know, something we'll probably talk about later on in the pod, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah, white pony is, is definitely like, I think this was actually the first record I had listened to by them. Okay. Um, myself, uh, I know you had mentioned diamond eyes for yourself right? kind of as kind of that gateway point, but I mean, obviously I had listened to change quite a bit. In fact, this, <laughs> this might be. Not 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 the first time I might mention this, but it, have you ever did you ever watch Dragon Ball Z? I dabbled in DBZ, but I was never like an avid viewer of it. I remember okay. it being on a lot because it was a big deal at the time, but I wasn't really in on like the storyline or anything like that. I knew who the characters were for the most part, but yeah. Well, I was gonna say um, some new metal bands might pop up because of Cooler's Revenge. Okay. Um, which had a really fantastic soundtrack from new oh. metal bands um, like Drowning Pool, Disturbed, and even Deftones with wow. that song Change. And that's actually how I was introduced to the song. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So um, I was actually really, you know, like this is, I actually, you know, I have a lot of nostalgia for this record because it, yeah. like it, it fits really, like they put it, I and mean, this is the American version, let me, you know forward with that so if you've you grew up with watching dragon ball z and you've seen cooler's revenge if you've seen the american version that's where these songs are oh. they're not in the japanese like original gotcha um, but it's weird how that came to be a thing because i'm just like i never like going like thinking about it now like like, like you don't really see that being a thing anymore yeah that's that's true i mean seems you see it in some instances i feel like there's like I'm thinking of like um, uh, 
well, what's the what's the Jesse Eisenberg's uh, Art of Self Defense? Right, right, right. Has some like some moments. Yeah, but it's not like the whole time. Right. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of like extreme metal like representation, especially in, a lot in of mainstream. Movies. Yeah. No. Um, yeah. They. They've. Uh, there's been a lot of times where they're like. Yeah, this uh, this is like a heavy metal song, but it's like Guns N' Roses or, or something. Metallica. Yeah, yeah. It's usually not. Um, it's usually not a new metal band. It's usually not. I mean, not anymore, obviously. Yeah. But it's usually not like you know, um, Cannibal Corpse or. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess Ace Ventura, but like that was back then. That was a while ago. A long time ago. Yeah. But, anywho. Um, anything else you want to add before we jump into the hat? Uh, one more thing about Deftones to point out, I think, is that they, even though they are, you know, new metal for sure, uh, it feels strange to really lump them in with so much of the other new metal acts just because they feel so unique and so, like, in their own league in a way. Well, uh, definitely they would evolve into that, like, really strong. Right. Yeah, um, I feel like a lot of that new metal stuff is kind of like this album and before mm-hmm. is where a lot of that that influence comes in. I feel like, yeah. So it, I don't know. Like it, I, I completely agree. I think they're very unique mm-hmm. in their in their. I mean, obviously, weirdly enough, I feel like all the bands we've talked about are like, like I mean, I I couldn't think of any other bands. Like maybe there's some disturbed like ish bands but like all the sure. other ones we've talked about there's no other bands like those bands right yeah weirdly enough that's true um yeah i think this is a very interesting uh you know group of four to to open this mini series with because you know you have kind of one of the forebearers of new metal and rage against the machine you have one of the most you know, thoughtful and interesting and just all around completely different bands and system of a down that still kind of falls within the new metal sphere. And then you have Deftones, which definitely was part of that sort of upbringing of the style while also kind of being a little bit more emotional, a little bit more mature. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Disturbed, which kind of plays up on that, like, you know what the stereotypes of new metal would be right although this record that i listen to is definitely them kind of becoming more in the mainstream rock kind of thing right right and which less is, on their edgy yeah kind of first first iteration right which they kind of got out of that pretty quick oh yeah yeah which <laughs> is interesting because ten thousand fists is a much better record yeah like I, right after it i believe that um which is more balanced it out yeah so but Alrighty. now it's time for the fun part. Oh boy. We have a hat. Yeah. So, oh shit. We've talked about some really good bands and here are some other bands. Here are some other bands. So Joey, like I, like he always starts, I have right. a hat way above his head. Yeah, it's elevated so I can't peek. I'm reaching in to the Monster Energy skull cap. Um, he's got some monster on his hand now. Yeah, so it sticks to my fingers easier. Yeah. All right, I got one here. All right. Oh no! <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> what do you get? 
What would you get? Saliva. <laughs> I love it. Uh, uh, so Joey's got saliva. <laughs> I'm trying to. Okay. Chick, chick, boom. Nope. Oh, wait. Are you doing the second one? Oh, wait. It's your yeah, turn. It's my you're turn. handing it to me. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. You're good. You're good. Nathan's rummaging through now. I hope he gets one even worse than mine. <laughs> chick, chick, boom. All right. Here we go. I'm on a stereo, I'm working on the radio. I got Drowning Pool. <laughs> <laughs> we just mentioned them. I feel I, like that I, makes I, us even. Well, no, I'm a little bit better. <laughs> drowning Pool's a God, little bit better. God fucking damn it. All right. All right. Here's, the, here's the second pick for Joey. Okay. Oh, watch out. There's more monster in there. Okay. I got, oh, oh, shit. Don't look at that one. I'm not looking. I'll, I'll, we'll put it back in. One of them fell out. All right, I picked one. I'm handing it the one that fell without looking. And I didn't look. So. Okay, okay. All right. We're good. All right. Is <laughs> another good one? Well, in my head, I'm like, oh, please be. Please be <laughs> something better, but I know it probably won't. So here we go. All right, I got corn. Okay. One of the uh, One of the heavy hitters, so I guess that's... Not too bad. Sure. I mean, hey, we've got corn and those four bands we talked about earlier. So I got the grossest combination so far. Corn and saliva. <laughs> you salivating for some corn? <laughs> oh, God. All right. Here we go. Here comes. Oh, shit. There's one more. Wait, that's the one I have. Yeah, Drowning Pool. Oh, All right. <laughs> that's not Drowning Pool. <laughs> you just you can't, you can't undo it. Nothing wrong with me. Oh, shit. I guess that's the he one. Keeps... I guess that's the one. All right. My next one I have is holy shit. It's the other it's the other big one in here. Really? It's Lincoln Park. Oh. Yeah. Wow. We lucked out. Except for Joey. I did not look out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think it's only fair that since you didn't luck out, you get to choose which band you want me. That you get to choose an album from. Okay. Um, I'll choose your Linkin Park album. Okay. And I'm going to choose your Corn album. Okay. So um, everybody else who's listening right now, what we're going to do is we're going to put up some saliva records for you to choose. Well, wait. You might. You're going to be out of town, right? Yeah, but like we're doing this. Down. Remember? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Remember what we, what we said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, anywho, well, we'll we'll do an extended poll. Okay. Know. Um, but so you're gonna be choosing albums, some saliva albums for Joey, <laughs> and you're gonna be choosing some some drowning pool albums for me. And it's gonna be really fun to see what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's only like two options with saliva. I feel. I mean, I don't really know. I feel like I only know one of the albums. You guys could help me out by voting for none. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's let's go ahead and look into um, the two choices we might have for each other for for Corn and Lincoln Park. All right. Um, I was going to say, did we do that last time? Did we say it before or do we do it after? We did after, but we okay. can we can do it this time. Sure. So people have a, a taste. Yeah. Okay. So. I'm going to be looking up some corn albums for you. All right. I think I know which one I want for Linkin Park. 
Okay. So for corn, I'm definitely going, you know, uh, early 2000s and below. Uh-huh. Um, but I think the album I want you to listen to is Follow the Leader. Okay. That makes from sense. From 1998. Yeah. Which is their third album. Alrighty. All right. What about Linkin Park? For Linkin Park, I had already talked about Meteora before on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, that one's a childhood favorite of mine. But for you, I think I'm going to go with Hybrid Theory. I knew it. Yeah. I was going to say it's either Meteora or Hybrid Theory. So, yeah. Looks like I'm going with the debut album. Yep. One Shit. Of, yeah. We, we want to look a little slightly at some saliva records and see what it could be. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's got to be in the, the correct time frame, so no no recent shit from these. Uh, to bands. me, I think it's 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 one of three things. It's their their first record, which is a self titled, uh, but every six seconds every and back into seconds. the system are the ones that where all the bangers are at. Yeah, so choose wisely, people. Yeah, you cannot pick twenty twenty three's revelation. No, you I'm need sorry, to, you're choosing between the first three. Yeah. Um, and then Drowning Pool for Drowning Pool. I really hope it's Center, but they're probably gonna not pick that. That's <laughs> either Desensitized or Center. I feel like. I feel like that's the only two. I mean, Full Circle is like pretty late. Yeah. So, wow, the cover art for some of these. The Desensitized, <laughs> hubba hubba. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So. Choose wisely, people. And I got some good stories to tell you. If you Awooga. <laughs> Awooga. I got some good drowning pool stories for you. So this is actually perfect that I got them. Wow. So I'm looking forward to this. Or not. Something's got to give. One. <laughs> All right. Joey, you ready for some saliva? Ew. You ready for some corn? Ew again. You ready for some drowning pool? Uh, I mean, you are. He's disappointed in me. Yeah, and then I'm ready for some Lincoln Park, which might be maybe the best band in this thing. But I think, anywho, I think of of out of these four, definitely it's them and Corn, maybe. Yeah, but anywho, we'll figure it out as we go along. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, we got some homework to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody, but we will. I will see you in two weeks, everybody. Um, yep, Joey will. Hopefully, keep you company. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll cook something up. We'll uh, figure out what it is. Yeah, be sure to follow us on on the socials on Instagram, scouring the the depths pod. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. <laughs> uh, our handle on Instagram is at scouring pod. I fucked it up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, give us a follow over there. Be sure to decide our fates over these next few weeks. Uh, obviously not this upcoming week, but uh, as this uh, Dog Days of Summer series rolls on. Only going to get worse from here. Gulp.